When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hey everybody, welcome to Netflix Life, a streaming TV podcast from Fansided. I'm your host, Cody Schultz, and today I'm joined by a frequent guest of the podcast who I always enjoy catching up with. Please welcome back CW Spiral host and Netflix Life editor, Reed Gowdens. Hi, thank you for having me back. Of course, yeah, I always, whenever, I feel like you and Natalie are my two frequent favorites, and (laughs) I always enjoy catching up. Anytime we can get together and just talk about Netflix, which we're all obsessed with, is a good time for me. Um, we actually we have a lot to unpack today. Um, July, I feel like it's a pretty busy month for Netflix. Um, so before we break down all of the shows and movies we're excited to watch this month, let's take a look back at what everything um, Netflix is coming this month. So this is every Netflix original coming in the month of July. We've got Big Timber season two, Blown Away season three, Boo Bitch season one, Car Masters Rust to Riches season four, Control Z season three. D.B. Cooper, Where Are You, Dreamhouse Makeover Season 3, Farzar Season 1, Gabby's Dollhouse Season 5, Girl in the Picture, The Gray Man, Hello, Goodbye, and Everything in Between, How to Build a Sex Room, How to Change Your Mind, Jurassic World, Cretaceous Season 5, Karma's World Season 3, Keep Breathing Season 1, Kung Fu Panda, The Dragon Knight Season 1, Masaba Masaba Season 2, The Daughter's Killer, my kill uh, my little pony a new generation sing along the most hated man on, on the internet never stop dreaming the life and legacy of shimon paris persuasion purple hearts rebel cheer squad a get even series resident evil season one the sea beast street foods usa stranger things volume season four volume two story bots laugh learn sing collection two uncoupled season one and virgin river season four so a lot coming. I also decided to make My Little Pony a horror show at some point. <laughs> I mean, that would be really interesting, wouldn't it? <laughs> I mean, we've got the Winnie the Pooh horror like movie coming, so I guess it's not out of the question. I'm, yeah, I mean, don't give them any ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine what... I don't even want to think of like demented horses, just a hard pass for me. 
<laughs> Bryce, does that sound like one you like? <laughs> I was just going to read it today. I'm like, this is a show Bryce would definitely not be a fan of. Um, there is a lot coming in July. That was quite the long list. Um, I feel like it's been a bit hit and miss, and that's just the Netflix originals. Um, of course, there's a lot of international shows coming. We've got some acquisitions of just like movies and shows we'll be adding this month. Um, I feel like we've talked about it before. Summer is definitely a good period for, for Netflix. I feel like that's when they bank a lot of this stuff, just knowing broadcast is usually quieter in, in the, the summer months. They take their bigger swings during the fall. Yeah, and there's so... I, I can't believe how much is coming this month from like every angle. There, just reading the list, you said so many, like season two, season three, so many shows, even like niche shows that maybe we aren't uh, thinking of, but there are definitely a lot of loyal fans that are getting a lot to watch this month. Yeah. And I think the interesting thing reading a lot of those titles I did read through are on the family side of Netflix. So a lot of like animated stuff um, for like the family sections, which again, it's a perfect time. The kids are off for, for summer break, dropping all those new seasons of some of the shows they love watching is definitely a genius move for Netflix, but there's a lot for, for us to enjoy as well. I don't know where exactly to start because I feel like if I start with the very first intro, um, I'll be talking about that all episode, but let's just dive in. The Canvas titles for July, of course you have to start with Stranger Things Season 4, Volume 2. Kicks off July, Friday, July 1st. I don't know how you can't be excited like, and rank this as one of the biggest titles. It's, it's, we know how big Volume 1 was. This one's definitely got to top that. Oh, of course. I think the last time that I was on, I hadn't even watched any Stranger Things. <laughs> and now that's not the case. So I'm really looking forward to volume two. It's it's going to be... I, I keep struggling with calling it volume two and or part two just because it is only two episodes, but they're going to be about four hours in length combined between episode eight and nine. I almost feel like episode nine is going to be like a movie. I know they're billing it. It's an episode, but when you've got an episode that's flirting with two hours, that's a movie. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of wish they would have just called it the season finale instead of volume two and calling it volume one, volume two, because it implies that there's like half and half. And I think that's tripped a lot of people up. So I have seen some instances where they referred to it as like the epic season finale. And I kind of wish they ran with that because that's really what it is. It's it's like the end of the season. They gave us a nice little window to process what had just happened in those seven episodes. And now we get the one, two punch of the season finale. Yeah, and, and there was a lot to process in those first seven episodes. I mean, I still, the Vecna twist, I had a, I, I don't know, I did not see all of those pieces coming together. Spoiler warning if you still haven't watched volume one. Um, I just did, I, I figured there was something with Creole's son, but I didn't picture that he'd be number one and number one would also be Vecna. Like them tying all three of those threads together. I just didn't see all of that coming how it did. Um, I know that we also had like the big cliffhanger with like, Will Nancy survive? Like, cause she was kind of in the Vecna trance. It's the the end of the episode, but we've seen since in the trailers and new images released that obviously she survives at least that ordeal. Whether she survives the full season is to be determined. Uh, I also find the log line for Volume Two a little bit interesting in that it's divided by distance, but ever determined. Our scattered friends face a frightening future, but it's only the beginning. The beginning of the end. And I'm really curious to see how they're going to set this up because season five will be the last season. So it'll be interesting to see what they're building towards. I was going to say that that log line kind of describes any season except for the, la <laughs> except for the last sentence. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, it really could be. Yeah, I feel like this. I mean, this is the one season that they're most divided geographically, which I feel like is something they seem to be mm-hmm. leaning into, because we of course have the crew still out in California. We've got you know Hopper and Joyce are in Russia, Alaska, still somewhere over in that region, and then of course we've got all this stuff going on back in Hawkins. Uh, it's definitely going to be interesting. I'm very curious to see how this season ends with it being such a long finale. I just have a feeling we're going to see a major death. And when I say major, I don't mean like a character they just introduced. I just have a feeling this is finally going to be that moment where they haven't really done it in the past. That We've had big deaths, but they've been characters they introduced at the start of the season. We fall in love with them and then they kill them by the end of the season. We haven't had one of those long running characters who've been at the forefront every season be killed off yet. And I feel like we could finally see that moment as like the, the jumping off point for the season five. Who do you think it'll be? I really am worried. I feel like Steve keeps getting tossed out there. And I I love Steve. He's one of my favorite characters. Uh, I feel like he definitely would be one of those characters that would kind of rally everyone. How Seeing how central he is, especially to like the Hawkins group. Uh, it's definitely not going to be Eleven. Of course, Eleven's going to be, you know, involved in the final season. They're not going to kill my, Millie Bobby Brown off that would be the that would be the worst thing they could ever do she was the one that was saying like they should kill people off <laughs> <laughs> I mean there's also I'm there's a scene in the trailer um between like Will and Jonathan and I'm very curious to see it's like an emotional scene like Will's crying as he's hugging Jonathan and I'm really interested to see what exactly happened did something happen like Maybe Mike. Mike could be a good character because I feel like Mike would be one that would definitely be major, would have ripples across all the different storylines. Yeah. It would impact um, a lot of people like Eleven and Nancy and um, was I going to say Will? I think I was going to say Will. <laughs> well, I mean, it definitely would affect Will. I mean, we've all seen the season. There's definitely something going on there. Hopefully, I think they said they're finally going to address those questions that fans have kind of been asking about Will um poor will will just seems to be forgotten anymore after like the first season like they forgot his birthday who knows what else they might forget i want to know what's in that tube what did he paint or draw or whatever i want to know i I just they need to peel the layers back on the onion that is will byers (laughs) yeah i'm i am so the minute they showed him painting i'm like okay what's he painting like they're and the fact that he he brought it to the airport, he made sure to grab it when they like were fleeing the house. Like it's gonna have some kind of significance, and I'm very curious what it's going to be. I can't even begin to guess. <laughs> I mean, we've seen his artwork in what was it, season two? Was that season two or season three? Season two. Season three, yeah. he just touched his neck and was all like, "Oh, something's coming." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it'll be. I'm very curious to see. Like, did he predict Vecna? Like. I don't know. It's we also know because uh, I think in one of the behind the scene videos that Noah had released after volume one, like he was harnessed up for something. So I'm like, obviously, Will's going to get involved with some kind of bigger action sequence. Um, the fact that I don't know, the harness makes me a little nervous just knowing that Vecna's victims like to to like start levitating. But there's a <laughs> lot of different methods you can use a harness for, I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, the Upside Down is frozen on the date that he disappeared, right? So, I mean, there's something going on there with Will. Hopefully yeah. he, he doesn't bite it because that would suck. Yeah, I really want to see. I feel like heading into final season, it should tie back into Will's story. He's kind of who kicked off the whole season or whole series, um, of course, with his disappearance in season one. And 
I feel like that would be a way to tie it all together of just what has been going on with Will. Like, there's been little things, but he's kind of become a background character to some of these other characters, and it'd be neat to see him kind of get that meteor story in, in the final season. Plus, I think Noah's, um, he, well, at least just like following his social media, he's, he's one of the most like fun actors in, of the cast, like, mm. and definitely gives good uh, interviews. And so I'd like love as a fan of his to see him get a really good final season arc. It could be intentional too. I know it's frustrating for fans to be like, oh, he's like barely in it. They're not giving him anything. But some writers do this where it's like intentional. I know this is not Netflix, but this is an example that came to mind. In the final season of Girls on HBO, Shoshana, played by Zasha Mamet, was barely in the final season. And they used that as like a device to to show how separated she was from the group. And I don't think that's exactly the application here, but I, they could be using it as to a device to show how he feels secluded or isolated from the group or like on the outskirts. And that could come back up somehow, but also that could be completely an incorrect reading and it could just be, um, you know, an oversight in the writing process for a, a season that is enormous. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's definitely going to be really interesting to see how how they bring this season to a close and those final two episodes and how it does set up for the final season. I think dropping it that 4th of July weekend is a genius move by Netflix. I know we're all going to be watching July 1st, and I think a lot of people are going to be watching across that holiday weekend. I feel like this one will be even bigger than Volume 7, even though it is, I mean, Volume 7. <laughs> volume 1, which was seven episodes. Um, because... I just feel like there's people want to know how it's going to end. And there's that big question of what exactly is this season going to wrap up? Hopefully it doesn't take as long for season five. Um, I don't want to be talking about season five for the next three years. So hopefully we get it before. I mean, I, I know this show takes a lot of time to produce. The cast, of course, are very busy because mm -hmm. their stars have you know risen a lot since season one. But man, I'm not ready for another like two to three year hiatus. I, I don't see it coming any sooner than two years <laughs> i don't think it's gonna be as long as it was but i'd be surprised if they got it ready for next year yeah i my hope is is 2024 i feel like that would be a good a good range we've seen them do the same thing with the witcher getting it every other year um so of course i think season two of that dropped in 2020 the next season or 2021 and we're getting another season in 2023 I think that's the math. I don't follow The Witcher. Um, <laughs> I'm just as confused by the show as I am the math of it. But uh, so, of course, Stranger Things, I feel like the perfect way to kick off July. But then there's a lot of other great stuff coming. Surprisingly, a lot of new new movies, but a lot of new shows coming too. like I'm looking at the list we're about to dive into. And there's a lot of season ones on this list. Of the, the new series coming, we've got Uncoupled season one. Uh, that one's coming Friday, July 29th. Stars Neil Patrick Harris, Emerson Brooks, Tisha Campbell. Uh, we've got Resident Evil Season 1 coming, which is an adaptation of the popular video game. And then we've also got um, Boo Bitch Season 1, which is coming Friday, July 8th. Starring Lana Condor. This one I'm very interested in, but I don't know what exactly it is still after watching the trailer. Like, she's a ghost, but people can see her. That's confusing to me. <laughs> Yeah, that's very confusing. So I'm looking forward to tuning in to see what the rules are of this world. Because <laughs> to my knowledge, like ghosts shouldn't be seen. Um, but I don't know, it reminded me a little bit, a little bit, when I say a little bit, I'm stressing a little bit of that Netflix movie that Victoria Justice was in. 
afterlife of the party where she's a ghost and her one friend can see her and i was like oh okay so like her friend can see her and i was like oh wait no everybody can see her so i'm looking forward to seeing this i know that lana condor is gonna kill this role i think it's just the beginning of her doesn't she have a netflix deal or am i completely spending spending spreading wrong information she should <laughs> no, she have didn't. a netflix she deal didn't. Okay, no, she's, no, no, no. yeah she's okay, the yeah. one who i i've had many a conversation about how netflix should have been signing yeah. her to a everyone deal should have Addison that was Ray. yeah that was the conversation <laughs> <laughs> i got mixed up um, yeah netflix needs to make it happen especially i mean she was amazing in the tall the boys franchise she's gonna be amazing in this like i said i don't know what exactly i'm very curious to see how the the show's mythology come but i'm gonna be checking it out because of her like she's just uh, she's such a great actress um, and Netflix should try to lock her down and, and keep her coming back for new shows and movies because if they don't, as we've seen, like Amazon and Hulu and Disney will sweep in and, you know, steal their stars. Yeah. And I feel like this is going to be a, a really good draw. Eight episodes, half hour, a limited series. It'll be like a quick binge. And I think it'll get um, hopefully positive, but definitely word of mouth. <laughs> yeah, this one, it's I'm really, really interested in seeing that one. Um of course, I'm not too, too big in like the horror genre, but I know the Resident Evil series is going to be a huge draw. That one comes Thursday, July 14th. Uh, there's a lot of weird releases this month, I'm noticing. There's a lot of Wednesday releases. We have some Thursdays sprinkled in. Netflix definitely is playing with their, their release schedule. It used to kind of be like Friday was the big day, but now they're kind of all over the map. I, I guess I should say aside from Monday and Tuesday, I feel like they don't really do much on either of those two days. And thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would not be a fan of like a Monday release for a new series. Like starting the week and trying to dive into a new show. No. Hard pass. Nope. <laughs> um, and then, of course, I, I briefly mentioned we've also got Uncoupled Season 1 coming Friday, July 29th. So I feel like this is the last probably big release of the month um, in terms of like the date range. There's some other shows coming that I know we're talking about here. Um, that one's interesting. I feel like that one... For having a good lead in Neil Patrick Harris, it's not getting a lot of conversation just yet. So I'll be interested to see how, like, what kind of traction it builds as we get closer to its release date. I think we'll see some promotion. And it's from um, one of the co-creators is Darren Starr, who is, of course, Emily in Paris and Younger and Beverly Hills 90210. So he hasn't let me down yet. So I'm hoping that this one will be really good and something that I really enjoy. I know that uh, NPH can be a little polarizing to some people but i mean he's always funny and entertaining so i think this will be a fun rom- rom-com for the for the middle of summer yeah i agree and i think this is another short one i can't remember the exact episode count but i think it's I think in it's, the eight i think it's eight ten. yeah i think it's yeah. eight and i feel like that just works so perfectly for some of these newer shows especially the comedies it's a good angle i say that and then once i fall in love with shows i'm like i want more um but yeah, i feel like for first the, season. the full 10 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Netflix has definitely been playing with its, like, episode numbers, I feel like, more and more. Because, like, wasn't The Woman in the Window, whatever, the abnormally long title, wasn't it, like, six episodes? Or was it eight, too? I cannot remember. I think it was eight. Maybe it was seven. I don't know. It's, like, the episode counts just keep decreasing. It used to be, like, 12, and then they were, like, wait, 10, and then now it's just, like, eight or six. (laughs) Yeah, and, and that's when it makes it even weird when they decide to split some of these shows up and that, like, when you used to get, like, you know, five and six or something like that when they do, or six and six, it, it just feels weird, like, getting seven and two for Stranger Things or doing, like, I think wasn't Ozark, was that, how did they split Ozark up? Seven and seven. Okay, yeah, that one had a bigger one. 
Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting with some of those different ones. Um, I feel like on the non-Netflix front, we also are getting, I think the only CW edition coming is The Flash Season 8, which comes Thursday, July 7th. Um, I feel like what's left of the Arrowverse is basically windowing down to The Flash, and so that one, when it drops, will probably pop up there in the top 10. Um, I know this is one I kind of fell behind on Season 8. I know this season's been a very polarizing season, um, especially as... You know, our CW spiral listeners yeah. know it's been it's been all over the place. There's no sugarcoating it. It's definitely been far from their best. It's kind of been a bit hit and miss. And so I'm somewhat anxiously like awaiting its arrival. Like, I don't know what to expect as I finally catch up on it. Uh, I think the fact that I fell behind on this season just was like, eh, I'll wait when it comes to Netflix takes a hit because I... This is one I've I've always watched like weekly, and this season just became like, eh, it's not appointment TV anymore for me. I mean, I don't blame you. From what I've heard on the CW's Spiral, it's <laughs> it's been an up and down season. Has the Flash ever been like a a big hit on Netflix in the way that like All American or Riverdale or Dynasty? I feel like I mean maybe, but I, um I know this one one was kind of just when it came out, it was a hit immediately for the CW. And so it was hard to see whether it got, like, any kind of Netflix bump after. Um, But I feel like compared to, like, Dynasty, All-American, Riverdale, I feel like The Flash, it's it's popular on Netflix, but not as popular as some of those others, especially, like, with international audiences. Now, I could be wrong. I don't know the exact figures. Um, I feel like it will be a good one just because it's the only CW show coming to Netflix in July. Um, It's going to be one of, like, the few superhero titles that people can binge watch that's new. Um, so it'll be interesting. I think it's definitely worth a mention. I think I'm more excited about Uncharted, which is, uh, coming Friday, July 15th and stars, of course, Tom Holland from, from Marvel fame. Um, this one, I'm really, really excited. It's, it's, I like seeing these Sony movies coming to Netflix. Like we knew that deal was coming, but it feels like only this summer we're starting to see. Cause of course, Sing came in, uh, Sing 2 dropped in June. Now Uncharted's coming in July. And it's it's interesting to finally see these Sony releases making their way to Netflix. Have you seen Uncharted? I have not, which is surprising. Like it was one that I just didn't go out and see in theaters. And because Sony doesn't have like the direct where it goes forty five day release, I haven't watched it yet. So I'm really excited. I'll be watching it when it drops on that Friday. Well, see, I didn't remember the Netflix deal, so I was like, oh, I want to watch this. So I bought the Blu-ray. <laughs> I mean, luckily I enjoyed it a lot so that I'm gonna get some rewatch out of it. Um but then like a couple of days after I bought it, Netflix was like, oh it's coming. <laughs> I was like, well I could have waited. But I really, really enjoyed this movie. Uncharacteristically, it's not usually the kind of movie I go for, but I love um Tom Holland. He's so good. He's He's just so fun to watch. He's got so much energy. I don't particularly love Mark Wahlberg. He's not, I'm not what you would call a Mark Wahlberg fan, but he wasn't in it as much as I would um, have expected. I mean, he's in it a bunch, but not as much as Tom. Um, but I think it's definitely going to be a huge hit on Netflix. And I think rightfully so, because it's like the kind of adventure movie and action movie you want to watch in the summer. I'll watch it again. <laughs> yeah, this one, it's it's going to fill the pogue-shaped heart left <laughs> because we're not getting Outer Banks this summer. Um, or at least it's not looking like. Definitely not in July, which is unfortunate because we got the new season, of course, this time last July. Um, but I feel like it, it is. It's like that perfect action-adventure show. Um, and I know this one's based on a video game, but like I don't play the video game. And it still is one that caught my eye. And, and I know 
was a hit at the box office. So I think it's going to be really interesting just to continue to see this Sony deal working its magic with Netflix. It's definitely a good time for them because they are losing so many other titles to, you know, Peacock and, and Disney Plus kind of pulling back those last, you know, additions from different catalogs. And so getting these Sony movies, I think it's going to be a really good boost for them. Agreed. Um, and, and speaking of movies, I guess we can pivot into Netflix does have some good originals coming. Um, so we've got the Sea Beast coming Friday, July 8th. This is, um, admittedly, I'm not like too, too familiar with this one, but I know it's, it's a, a new animated movie. It's getting a lot of buzz. I feel like it's going to be a good, a big release, especially in the family markets. Um, we also have Hello, Goodbye, and Everything in Between coming Wednesday, July 6th. Uh, this one stars Jordan Fisher and Talia Ryder. This one, I feel like, has hit written over it. Like, Jordan Fisher has been a, a pretty good, um, he's kind of in, like, that mix of, like, the Netflix rom-com, like, go-tos. Of course, within the the second to all the boys, um, has appeared in a couple of other ones. I know he was in one, um, a dancing one that I can't think of the name of on Netflix. <laughs> but I feel like that one will be a really like fun hit for Netflix. Um, I love that he's become someone that they turn to for a lot of these movies because I'm a Jordan Fisher fan, and it's nice to see him kind of getting steady work with Netflix. Um, and we also have The Gray Man coming Friday, July 11th. So all within like a, a few days of one another. Um, that one I feel like is going to be a big hit. Of course, the cast has got Chris Evans, Ryan Gosling, Reggae John Page, Jessica Henwick. Um, it's from the Russo brothers. Again, I'm like the concept. I don't know. I don't usually do like CIA espionage kind of ones, but when you look at everybody who's involved with this one, um, there's no way I won't be checking it out. I mean, the cast alone, I mean, you've got Captain America, you've got the Duke <laughs> from Bridgerton. I mean. <laughs> yeah, and you got the upcoming Marilyn Monroe, Anna de Armas. I think all three of these movies um, are going to be huge hits. And I think specifically, I don't know what the franchise potential is in Hello, Goodbye, and everything in between. Because did you say it's based on a book? It might have like a like an end that you can't pull a sequel from. But I think The Gray Man and the Sea Beast, we, we could definitely see sequels in the future because netflix loves a sequel these days <laughs> yeah i i'm not 100 percent sure on on if it's the hello goodbye and everything in between if it's a franchise or just like a one-off but i'm pretty sure it's based on a book and yeah i know that one it's the premise is claire and aiden make a pact to break up before college no regrets no broken hearts but will one epic goodbye date offer them the last chance at love? So it feels kind of like a one-off book, which yeah. I'm okay with. I like a good standalone movie. Like sometimes mm -hmm. not everything has to be a franchise. I agree with you. Yeah. I don't, I mean, it seems like a, a finite um, <laughs> plot. <laughs> it seems like they are going to get that last chance at love. I mean, we say that, but we, they somehow managed to stretch the kissing booth in the three movies, and the last one definitely didn't need to happen. <laughs> so hopefully they take the win with that and just let it be like an amazing standalone and don't be like, oh, we need more money. Let's make it a spinoff. You never know. Yep. Um, so I guess the last one, save maybe the best for last, aside from Stranger Things, um, Virgin River Season 4 comes Wednesday, July 20th. I'm not a fan of the Wednesday releases, so this no. is interesting. But there's no doubt that could probably be another big release. Season 3 dropped in July of 2021. was a massive hit. We already know Season 5 is coming. Um, I just see this one being like a perfect... I'm almost surprised they didn't hold it for the last week of July just to have like two bookends with a huge series to kick off the month and then to really end the month. But... 
I feel like this one will be a, a must watch for a lot of people. And honestly, I think that we're lucky that they didn't split it into two because it's 12 episodes. And that's very much something they could have done is split it into two six episode batches. So I think we should all be very thankful that we're getting all 12 on one day, even if it is a Wednesday. We have those few extra days in the week to start watching 12 episodes. And hopefully, I mean, maybe hopefully we find out that who shot Jack finally. And maybe Charmaine will have the babies this year. You never know. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Charmaine's coming for uh, the crown for like the longest TV pregnancy because of how like the time passes in this series. Um, it's really it's I struggle with how time passes. It's almost like Grey's Anatomy, how like time exists, but you never really know what year you're in or like how much time is passing at different moments. And that's one thing that Virgin River is throwing me off is just like the timing of how this series is running um, because it's like things move so fast, but it's like a lot's happened in just like the know, span right? of a few weeks or months. <laughs> I feel like season two and three were like just like two weeks, <laughs> but so much happened that they really just stuff a lot in. I don't know. I hope we get some traction this season with actually answering the questions that they pose in the previous seasons. Not that it's not good. It's just, um, I don't know, pace it a little faster on the, yeah, feel- on the, in the big picture. Cause they do have a quick pace, but like, let's, let's do some more things. <laughs> yeah, I agree. They, they kind of drag out some of the mysteries and it's like, you can have like over, you know, arcing storylines that kind of go across the seasons. But when you're introducing like mysteries, you need to pay off. Like you can't let them drag out too long while also then adding like new mysteries into the fold. Um, and so it's, it's definitely going to, there's so many questions going in. Of course, we still are waiting to find out who shot Jack. We don't know whether, you know, Mel, Mel's baby is her dead ex or, um, or Jack's. We also have like the whole storyline with hope, which I'm very curious. Like they have to do a time jump because they're not going to have a net tool in that. Like, full body cast for like several episodes so surely they have to do a jump i mean yeah we already know that she's in the season so it's kind of like no point (laughs) dealing with that cliffhanger (laughs) yeah i would prefer a time jump like let's move ahead a little bit of time um just to see but it'll be interesting i like you said i think you're really that's a smart commentary of I didn't even think about them breaking the season up. I was terrified when I found out that it was 12 episodes. I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) Yeah, because they honestly, they could have, they could have given us six in July and made us wait for the other six in like November. I know that was a month. I think they Mm -hmm. released the first season, maybe season two as well. And so that would have been, hopefully Netflix isn't listening and they're like, wait a minute, maybe we should do it. Is it too late? (laughs) I know they add an episode to two episodes, two more episodes of the season five. And they're like, oh, we're going to split it up. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, sometimes it does work thematically with the split seasons. I feel like Lucifer season five was a good I had to think about which season was split. Um, that one was 16 episodes. They split it into two batches of eight. But the story really worked. It was almost like two seasons that were connected by one. And it really worked for them. Other shows doing a split just doesn't it doesn't work. Um, it's better just drop it all at once. I still wish they would test weekly releases for some of these shows just to give us time to digest and just react and kind of make it appointment TV again. Because when you have the full season drops, everyone's binging at different times. People are finishing the season. So it's hard to have that engagement with fellow fans because you never know how far you know along certain people are when they're watching. Yeah, and it would just help the discussion too. We see how it works for all the other streamers that do it weekly. 
the conversation lasts a lot longer. Um, but also I was hoping that the two extra episodes of Virgin River, one of them or both of them would have been holiday episodes that they would have premiered later in the year, but that didn't happen either. <laughs> I keep waiting for a Virgin River like holiday themed episode because I believe it's based on, I mean, I think the franchise has like 20 something books. I could be wrong. I could be confusing with another one, but I believe there's, there's a ton of books from this one, mm -hmm. um, from this franchise. And I know they've done holiday themed ones. There's at least one in there. And I feel like this would be one of those shows that would just be neat to have a holiday episode of, um, even if it did air like, as a one-off special would be you know, kind of something neat. Mm -hmm. Ugh, it would be so good. Yeah. Like, I mean, Netflix, they love a good holiday rom-com. It's like, this show is perfect for that. You can still, and we've seen it done with like other shows. I feel like When Calls the Heart is a good example because I know they do, yeah. they do like a 10 episode season and then they do like a holiday movie around like Christmas time. And it's, it somewhat addresses like the plot points from like the, the finale, but it's more focused on like the self-contained story. So I feel like Netflix could easily do the same thing with telling a story that doesn't necessarily have to touch on all the big cliffhangers that the season ends on. And just kind of as like a little standalone story for people to enjoy during the holidays. I keep waiting for it to happen. I feel like they could do it with a lot of their franchises. Um, I know you want to sweep Magnolia's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would totally. I, I think that's the hard part is so many of these shows, they do release them in the spring. So they avoid those kind of episodes at times. And it's like, it'd be neat to see certain shows get the chance to to dive into the holidays because of course the broadcast shows they know when certain episodes are going to be airing so that's when we see a lot more of like the holiday episodes not just christmas but we see like halloween and and different ones valentine's day and it'd be neat to see some of these streaming shows work those in even if we got like multiple seasons and one season that dropped at once um i don't think that's definitely not something virgin river could do with their pacing though <laughs> I know as soon as i saw the season three finale i was like well we're not getting a holiday special this year <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they need to they need to jump ahead and get to some of these holidays. Um, although we're probably we don't get one of those in the whole series run with how time moves in that show. But um, I know fans would would love it. It'd be great, but I think they probably wouldn't want to film in the snow. We know Alexander Breckovich just <laughs> love those Canadian those Canadian winters. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just get some fake snow, film in like July, and just like. You know, get the artificial snow. It doesn't have to be cold. We Do can just us. fake the season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, just just to recap quickly. Um, so the can't miss July titles. We've got Stranger Things season four, volume two, Boo Bitch season one, The Flash season eight, Uncharted, Virgin River season four, Hello Goodbye and Everything in Between, Uncoupled season one, Resident Evil season one, The Gray Man and the Sea Beast. Um, so before we, we bring things to a close, Reed, looking at that list and just the broader list, what would you say is your, your musty title for July? Hmm. That's a good question. I think I'm going to go with this one that you're not expecting me to say. And I'm going to say the gray man, just because I feel like I've been seeing so much buzz and promotion for this movie for the past few months. I just really want to see what it is. <laughs> And it's it's rare that you see all of these stars in one movie, especially. Well, I guess not because there's a lot of star-studded movies on Netflix. But I just feel like Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling. It's like a really big deal. So I'm excited to watch that movie. And that will be my must-watch of July. Yeah, I have to say you kind of ruined my plan. I was like, <laughs> he's going to pick Stranger Things or Virgin River. So I can just say the other one and zigged, not have to pick between zag. the two. <laughs> 
I think I know Virgin River is going to be a big hit. I'm excited for it, but you have to say Stranger Things. I mean, to not include that as a can't miss July title, um, even though it is only two episodes in this volume, I know it's going to be big. I'm excited as a fan just to see how they bring the season together. Um, so I, I feel like that's definitely going to be a can't miss. Like you don't want to sleep on that. Watch it that Fourth of July holiday weekend because if you don't, just avoid Twitter because you're going to see spoilers. I just know that's going to be huge. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's also my must watch. But I will. I, I'm glad I picked the movie. But yeah, Stranger Things, it, it's a given, no brainer. Watch it. <laughs> yeah, although it does feel like a cheap one, just because it does drop July first, so it's literally like right at the beginning of the month. But I mean, what a way to start July. Yeah, with a bang. And hopefully Definitely, no, and hopefully no deaths. Yeah, <laughs> fingers <laughs> crossed. Otherwise, we're going to be having a memorial episode. <laughs> Uh, well, Reed, it's has always been so fun catching up and talking about Netflix yeah. today. Uh, thank you, as always, everyone, for listening, and that's our time. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.